0: This is the day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5 Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. Today we will be continuing our walk through the Sermon on the Mount and I will be reading Matthew chapter 5 verses 17 through 20 out of the New Living Translation. Don't misunderstand why I have come. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. No, I came to accomplish their purpose. I tell you the truth, Until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. So if you ignore the least commandment and teach others to do the same, you will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But anyone who obeys God's laws and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. But I warn you, unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. When Jesus began his ministry, there were so many people that had questions as to what Jesus' purpose actually was. You see, a lot of people thought that Jesus came to free them from Roman oppression. The Romans didn't necessarily enslave the Jews, but they were just really oppressive to them. They they taxed them heavily, they were very unfair to them, and they were under this really horrible rule of the Roman uh, Empire— The other thought is, okay, Jesus isn't necessarily doing that, but what is he doing for us, religion-wise, for the Jewish people? And really, Jesus turned the idea of religion on its head. And there are so many people that wanted Jesus to kind of just say everything was fine and kind of go business as usual. And that's really not what Jesus came to do. He actually did turn religion on its head, but it's not in the way that people thought he was going to. You see, Jesus talks so much about loving each other. And in the culture at that time, if somebody wronged you... You know, you, you could just basically write them off. There were so many things. If you go back in Old Testament and it it says if somebody wrongs you, you can do this to them, do that to them. If they lie to you, you can do this, that. Jesus just basically said you have to love people no matter what they do. And I'm reminded of when Peter asks Jesus, you know, how many times should I forgive my brother? Seven times? Well, that's that was kind of a big deal. That was being really generous. And Jesus goes, no, how about 70 times 7? Seven? Which was an unheard of amount of times. And they're like, well, that's crazy. That's ridiculous. Why would I forgive somebody that many that many times if they wronged me? When I was really being generous with the whole seven times. You know, I basically in the Jewish culture at that time, if somebody wronged you, you could basically write them off. And especially when Jesus talks about turning the other cheek, that was completely unheard of. You know, If you look at the commandments themselves, all ten commandments are broken down into two parts. Those commandments that tell us how to love God, and those commandments that show us how to love others. That's really what God broke it down as. You know, when people ask, well, Jesus, what is the greatest uh, commandment? Well, he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. The two are alike. So, you can't have one without the other. You... In order to love others, you have to love God. And in order for you to fully love God and be called a child of God, you have to love others. You see, that was something that was kind of foreign to the Jewish people at the time. That was something different than what the Pharisees were pushing out there. And even today, I wonder how many of us forgive those around us 70 times 7. I wonder how many of us turn the other cheek. I wonder how many of us truly love our neighbor as ourself. You see it's so difficult to do, and that's why when I say that Jesus came to kind of turn religion and the idea of religion on its head, he did. He actually made it very difficult at the time. Things were very flat and laid out, and you know a set certain amount of rules and regulations. Jesus kind of opened that up and said, no, you really need to love one another. And loving one another is kind of a vague term, but really it's not. Instead of, well, forgive that person one time, and then that second time, I'll just forget them. But loving somebody takes, it's a choice. It, it's hard to love people all the time. It's hard to go out of your way for other people. It's totally against our human nature. You know, as we continue to go through the Sermon on the Mount, we're going to see more times where Jesus really does turn religion on its head. As a youth group, the other day we watched a movie called Beware of Christians, and I would really strongly suggest that some of you watch that movie. It's a story about four college students that go to Europe, and kind of figure out what it means to be a Christian. They were raised in the church. They were kind of in this Christian bubble. And now that they're in college, that bubble's kind of burst. And they're just wanting to know what Christianity is all about. And it's kind of their journey about leaving religion and following and finding Christ. And that's kind of what Jesus did when he came. He pretty much broke down the idea of religion itself and just put out there, follow me, love others as I have loved you. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. You don't do those two things. You're going to keep all those other commandments. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for coming to this earth and showing us what it means to be a follower of yours. And God, you do break it down to loving God and loving others. And sometimes that is really difficult for us to do. And God, we've put up walls between you and us. We've put up these chasms between us. And what we really need to do is break those down, fill in those chasms, and just love you and love others wholeheartedly. Because when we do that all the other stuff will fall into place. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Remember your love, child of God. And how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you tomorrow.